Blog Talk Radio. You are good And your love 
Hi, everyone. This is Lisa Haven, and I've got an imperative report to share with you today, and that is this. The elite are once again in a nervous panic. In fact, they are planning secret meetings all across our country, not just here domestically, but these secret meetings are being, you know, um, planned internationally as well. So not only that, but here's the thing. We are winning the information war. This is why they're in a panic. America is starting to wake up to the atrocities, to the new world order, to the persecution of Christians and veterans and patriots and gun owners. Here in America, they're really waking up to that and, and abroad as well. And things are starting to come out and they're starting to um, publicize their actual goals of what they want to do. The Illuminati has coming coming out more in the open with, you know, a blatant uh, acts on our TV, in our uh, media, in magazines, and all of that as well. Now, the reason that I believe America has started to wake up is what we're seeing going on with the election. Probably the most anti-establishment or anti-establishment candidate, like I believe him to be, would be Donald Trump. And that is exactly who the elite are discussing at some of their meetings, which makes me think he is definitely not establishment. And I know not everybody's on the Trump wagon, so to speak. And nobody can be 100% certain that when he gets in office, that won't or will change. We just won't know. He's either going to be the worst thing that this country has or the best thing uh, that this country has. And I tend to lean that he could be one of the better things that we have had in our country as far as leadership. And, you know, because he is standing against things like the New World Order, like uh, revealing what happened with 9-11, like, you know, vaccinations and, and not having those forced on us and these kinds of things that he is awake to. And I think America is coming around. And that's why they're in a panic. That's why they're upping their tactics. That's why a lot of their tactics are changing and being manipulated into more uh, cunning tactics. And I think we all need to be aware of that because that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, I know right now as well, George Soros is funding John Kasich, which lets me know that Kasich is absolutely establishment. Uh, so beware of him. Um, we know Rubio, uh, what happened with Rubio and, and Ted Cruz. Well, you know, on the fence about that, but definitely lots going on. Not only are the elite in a panic, but they're upping their attacks on Christians, patriots, gun owners, uh, not to mention what happened recently with the whole Lavoy Finicum event, which video feed finally came out from um, a cell phone inside the car, Shauna Cox's cell phone, revealing that it was not them who shot first, but the FBI, those on the other side. So hopefully, uh, something comes of that. But the attack on patriot views, the attack on Christian views, it's been here for a while, but it, we're starting to see it up. And I've got lots of news to show you on that as well. And probably some of the most breaking, uh, biblically speaking, for those who follow Bible prophecy, is that Obama wants to attempt to divide Jerusalem before leaving office. But I think the best thing to do is to delve right into this report. Okay, so here's the first report here on Now the End Begins. And notice this headline, uh, GOP elites and tech billionaires convene in a secret summit to find a way to stop Donald Trump. 
This is huge to me. If this doesn't scream that he's an anti-establishment candidate, I don't know what does. But here they are convening on ways to basically stop the American spirit. How do we stop the American people, quote, candidate? Because that's what he represents, whether you're voting for him or not voting for him. That's kind of the idea. And that's why Trump and, and Donald Cruz are above the polls right now, or Trump is. But uh, here's some of the people who convened. But um, And these are elitist, globalist, Illuminati members, secret societies. Apple CEO Tim Cook, Google CEO co-founder Larry Page, Napster creator and Facebook investor Sean Parker, Tesla Motors, SpaceX honcho Elon Musk all attended. So did Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, political guru Carl Rove, House Speaker Paul Ryan, Tom Cotton, Corey Gardner, Tim Scott, Rob Portman, Ben Sass, who recently made news by saying he cannot support Donald Trump. Nonetheless, uh, here is a place of where they convene, and this is uh, on various news websites, not just here on, on Now the End Begins, it's also on Huffington Post and many other uh, news reports as well. Let me show you the report from Huffington Post. Here is that one, a secret meeting, tech CEOs and top Republicans. Uh, plot to stop Donald Trump. You can see this was real recently, just within the past week. And I'm going to leave a link to these reports, but this is huge. You know, if they're trying to stop the American voice, uh, this is how they're going to do it. Now, let me show you another report. Um, I also found this fascinating, and it's now, once again, on Now the End Begins, and it's the prospect of a Donald Trump presidency is shaking the new world order to its core. Why is it shaking the new world order? Well, Trump has come out numerous times to talk about the new world order. He has exposed it. He has brought it to light. So I know that he is definitely against the new world order. But here's the subheading. In a highly unusual move, foreign diplomats are expressing, and not just domestic people, but foreigners, like I said in the beginning, are expressing alarm to the U.S. government official about what they say are inflammatory and insulting public statements by Republican President frontrunner Donald Trump, according to senior U.S. officials. Now, why would this alarm our foreign diplomats? Well, because they're all New World Order agents. They all want to start a New World Order. This is something that he is against, and it alarms them. It panics them and scares them. So whether or not you are, once again, on the Trump wagon, you know, I don't know what's going to happen when he gets into presidency. I guess my biggest fear is when he gets up there, they're going to manipulate him with family members. They could, you know, threaten to take the life of his children, his wife, his own life, uh, and manipulate him that way. Does it happen in politics? You betcha it does. We all know it does. We're all aware of the blackmail and the manipulation that goes on. I just hope and pray that he does not fall prey to that and that he is who he says he is. And, and I have hope for that. But definitely, definitely the elite are in a panic. Now, here's another report I found on InfoWars that I find interesting. But Jean-Claude Van Damme say, states Rockefeller and Rothschild, you know, because they are two of in my book, some of the evilest families won't let Trump win, uh, says the, the actor about uh, the anti-globalist candidate. Uh, these two people are definitely in funding campaigns against him and are attempting to knock him off.
Now, here's one last report uh, I want to show you before moving on, but this is youngconservatives.com. Here is Mr. Kasich, and he is accused of accepting money from George Soros, who we know is definitely another establishment candidate. So make sure you check out those reports. All right, so there you have it. The elite are in a nervous, raging panic over Donald Trump. Uh, they're quite frankly worried he's going to get into office, and so right now they've plotted to do everything they can to get him out of office. Uh, and the funny thing is, shortly after that meeting, which was held about a week ago, um, suddenly, you know, we start hearing on the news of race wars, uh, or at least that's what CNN, MSNBC, and all the mainstream line media wants to tell you about the Donald Trump rally, that there was a fight and uh, somebody on the, on the Trump side punched another man, and, uh, and this has been all over the news, um, you know, the past few days of how riots are breaking out at the Trump rally. But let me say this. It's a setup. You know it's a setup. I know it's a setup. Uh, people are waking up to that fact. And so... You know, they definitely are trying to start some kind of race riot, race wars. This is why we're seeing more increased race fighting with things like the Black Panther movement and uh, Black Lives Matter and the KKK. They are really inciting this ethnic group against ethnic group mentality, and that's not the way that God designed it to be. But we know, biblically speaking, as a Christian, I will say that in the Bible, it does tell us that in the latter days, nation will rise against nation. If you look at the Hebrew and the Greek or you know, the, the main context of those words, uh, you will find that it's ethnic group against ethnic group as well as, you know, nation against nation. So just something to ponder uh, on the biblical side of that. Now, another thing that I've had questions about is people say, oh, is you know, Obama going to stay in office? I've heard Obama's going to stay in office and cancel the presidency. Well, could that happen? Absolutely. Do I know? Can I read the future? No, I can't. Uh, so people can speculate and say that's a possibility, and I do think it's a possibility. There is a chance that, you know, Obama can cause some kind of crisis or something will break out, be it a race riot, be it some kind of natural disaster or man-made disaster or false flag event or martial law per se or whatever they want to do, uh, and he could stay in office. Uh, could that be a last-ditch result uh, to keep Trump out of office or whatever, or maybe they'll do more voting fraud. But there's definitely a play there. Otherwise, these elite people would not have gathered together to discuss Donald Trump. And like I said, this has happened internationally as well. I know the Pope hates them, China hates them. If they hate them, well, I like them. <laughs> That's kind of the gist of it there, and, and I just hope that it is who he says he is. And uh, what I want to do now is just show you how the attack on Christianity, and we already know there's an attack on, on the patriot movement. That's obvious through right-wing extremist document through, uh, you know, the, the internment camp document through civil, civil uh, riots document. All these different documents that have been put out by the government make it an effort to say, okay, we're more worried about domestic terrorism than ISIS. Uh, yet, you know, we don't have that kind of a problem here in America, and they continue to allow these terrorist camps to thrive, uh, ISIS terrorist camps to thrive, but they go after patriots uh, and, you know, those here in America. But what I want to do is show you specifically how the attack is being upped on Christianity, and then 
how Obama is planning maybe to divide Jerusalem before he leaves office, if he leaves office. Like I said, I don't know. I hope he does leave office. I personally think on my note that that won't happen. I don't think that Obama will stay in office. That's my opinion. I think he'll get out of there, but could I be wrong? Absolutely. There is definitely uh, that option. But let's delve into this quick report. Okay, so here's the first report, and this is on Shubat.com, and this was written by Theodore uh, Shubat. And the headline is this, a major meeting will be taking place in Russia, which Putin, uh, and it, the only one that backs Russia really is Trump, but in which Christian leaders will gather together to fight against Islamic persecution of Christians. Uh, we know our government is not doing anything about the consistent uh, persecutions of Christians abroad. In fact, it's kicked to the curb and, you know, nothing is being done. Here we have Franklin Graham, I guess, meeting with, with Russia to discuss this very thing. And he stated, no church in modern history has suffered more than the church in Russia because they know some of the things that have taken place. So great report there. Uh, but that's just to prove that, that the persecution is there. Now, I also found this report on lifestylenews.com. And again, I encourage you to read it. But this is back in 2015. But the reason that I want to bring it back up is because the attack on Christians is truly coming and already here, especially with the fact that the governments of the world do nothing about Christian persecution. Uh, but here we have Richard Dawkins. We all know, um, well-known atheist there, but the state needs to protect children from religion and their parents. And I think this is a very imperative report especially with the recent release of the draft document by the U.S. Department of Education and the U.S. Health and Human Services. I have showed it numerous times. But on this particular report, they specifically take Richard Dawkins' words to heart in which they make it, uh, now it's not officially uh, stamped, signed, sealed, and delivered, this draft. However, in this draft, they entertain the idea of home visits, visiting and going to your homes. Um, and having and forcing a parent-child relationship. What does it forced parent-child relationship look like? Uh, well, to the government, well, that would mean that they force parents to take certain classes. If the parent's depressed or has anxiety or on anxiety medicine, they could have CPS take you away. And that also comes in the form of assigning a person, uh, an education specialist, to your family from birth. From conception, even, is when they are talking about doing this. Let me show you that report real quick. Here is that link. And I'm going to leave this link in um, below for you so you can check it out and rate it for yourself. But it, it makes the state equal with parents. But very disturbing news there. All right, now one last thing I want to show you. This is once again on Now the End Begins. But Obama considering using the UN to forcibly divide Jerusalem before his term ends. Now we know that he's already canceled meetings with Benjamin Netanyahu. And according to this report, this was leaked by, and I'll show you this, the Wall Street Journal, uh, where it talks, a, a journalist there is saying that Obama is working on a renewed Middle East push 
and I'm going to leave a link to that so you can check that out. But uh, the president is also considering use of the UN Security Council resolution to forcibly extract concessions from Israel and the PA. The US the U.S. has until now vetoed any such resolution, though Mr. Obama has threatened to allow them to pass. So we know that this is, you know, could be or the beginning of a fulfillment of Joel 3:2, which states, "I will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will plead with them there for my people whom they have scattered among the nations and depart or um, parted my land." Um, but, you know. If such a thing takes place, uh, could some kind of deal be cut? Could we be looking at the seven-year peace treaty spoken of in biblical prophecy? And I think that's very important and the reason why I wanted to share this particular report. But I highly encourage you to read it because it also talks about basically how Obama wants to revive the Middle East Quartet, uh, the U.S., the U.N., the EU, and Russia, and apply pressure to Palestine and Israel. Uh, but there's that report kind of closing it off. So we have, you know, elite in a panic over Donald Trump, I guess the people's choice if you are voting for him. And they all, we also have an increased attack on Christianity. And also here we have a dividing of Jerusalem, very significant end time report. So there's that. All right, so there you have it. Uh, the elite are in a panic. They're planning secret meetings, uh, talking about Donald Trump, talking about the American people, talking about how to sidetrack what's going on in America because they are losing the war. And as a result, we're going to see an uptick on attack against domestic extremism, patriots, conservatives, Christians. We already see what's happening uh, abroad in other countries, you know, in, in uh, the Middle East, in Russia, in China with Christianity. In China, they are going underground just to worship the Lord. And here we are on the brink of some pretty crazy stuff. We can look abroad and see what's going to happen with the Christian religion to find out what's going domestically because that is what the New World Order is doing. It's already got many other countries in its grasp. And this is why they meet behind closed doors to plot and try to figure out what to do, especially with us here in America, which we're kind of like the last stand there. Uh, not only that, but Obama to divide Jerusalem. That's huge news. He, he wants to divide it. Will it happen? Well, I guess we'll see in time. But definitely he wants to offer some kind of two-state solution to go ahead and cut a deal. Uh, with the with the you know devil so to speak so just something to keep our eye out on prophetically uh, some treaty but wanted to bring you that I know it's a little bit of you know a mix of news there but anytime that something is going on prophetically I want to share that with you guys real quick if you haven't had a chance to check out my sponsors please do um, getthetea.com is they've got some great products. I personally use the colostrum. Now, if you have any kind of guts or uh, problems with your stomach, stomach problems, uh, bloating, uh, that kind of thing, then I encourage you to take the colostrum test. Get on it. See if it helps you and, and, and uh, see how you 
how your body is after. But I definitely love it, use it. That as well as the tea. I actually take it on a daily basis now. Uh, but the Super Strength Tea is what I use, and I highly recommend you check that out. It's a great detox. Also, if you're not stored with food, foodforliberty.com backslash haven. Uh, get some food storage. End times are going to be here, and biblical prophecy is already on the brink. Now is the time to be ready. This is the, the reason that God told Joseph to prepare. You know, we have seven years of famine, seven years of plenty. Now is our years of plenty. Now is the time to store up. Yesterday, 10 years ago, was the time to prepare. But you can still get prepared today with that foodforliberty.com or check out some other source. But make sure you are getting prepared. Anyhow, don't forget to subscribe to my channel. Uh, and thanks again for tuning in. This is Lisa Haven.
Israeli News Live. Again, prophecy being fulfilled. You might as well say that Rome is leading the way and not just blotting out the name of Israel, but even leading the way and fulfilling biblical prophecy. And that is after I received this article here sent to me by Brother Chris Ray on Bible Code Research, uh, uh, his uh, website there. He sent me this article here on Israel National News, U.S. State Department webpage erases Israel. Uh, the article stated in part here, while the U.S. State Department refuses to recognize uh, Jerusalem as being a part of the state of Israel is well known and was even the subject of a U.S. Supreme Court case. It seems that the official U.S. Visa Information and Appointment Services website has erased Israel completely. Curiously, while the website lists dozens of nations around the world, including rogue states like Iran, uh, with their flags, there is no mention of Israel or the Israeli flag. Instead, two separate listings are made under the Middle East section, one for Jerusalem and one for Tel Aviv. Israel is, in fact, the only country whose reference is avoided and replaced with the names of cities. 
Friends, we are seeing a biblical passage again being fulfilled, and it actually is giving me a new thought on the very famed prophecy of Psalm 83. Uh, I've said to you many times that it is a league that is being made with the nations to go against Israel, but now we're starting to see, and as I've often stated, it is not an actual war. Remember, Israel is crying out to God in the beginning of the psalm, Remain not silent, O God. For they've raised a tumult against your people. This league actually that has been made is with the United Nations. And you're going to see that the Vatican is behind every single bit of it. Let's take a look at this. Come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. What is the real reason of this? This is not a battle. This is not a military conquest against Israel. This is to wipe Israel out as a nation, as a state, to where they're no longer a nation. This is why even the textbooks, the maps, everything have been removing the name of Israel. And now, as we saw beginning already, I've shared with you guys the infrastructure that's been going in to, to bring about a uh, to make Jerusalem a united nations uh, area there uh, for to come under the control of the United Nations. This is something that uh, Barry Chamish, Guli Miotti, many others have reported. The late Joel Bainerman, the investigative journalist, also brought this out, that Jerusalem would become an international city uh, controlled by a United Nations force. We already have seen many different nations bringing their militaries into Israel here in the last several months. Negotiations, no doubt, have been agreed upon. Even Prime Minister Netanyahu has been stating that he is now for, uh, uh, for a two-state solution. Why? Because things are already done on the background. One sister that wrote me recently spoke about a South African priest that came to a place that they owned, a business they owned in Israel. This happened about five years ago and insisted the Palestinians would get everything they've been asking for. In the argument back with him, she denied that that could even possibly be so, but he insisted that she would see the day that it would happen. I as well, speaking with a friend of mine who was uh, a very head worker in the United Nations in Israel, also stating a very similar situation, that this would no longer be the area of Israel in the Golan. wonder what he meant by that. Very interesting. Anyway, let's get Psalm 83, verse 2. For lo, thy enemies make a tumult. In other words, there's an, upro uh, an uproaring. And they that hate thee have lifted up the head, their leader, now, what is it? The enemies of Israel are the nations that are against her from being a state. The Arabs, uh, not only the Arabs, but the European Union, the United States, not, not the, necessarily the people like the, the Christian people that are for Israel or the Jewish people that are for Israel. But we're talking about those uh, radicals such as the Obama administration that is against the nation of Israel itself and all the other groups. They have... See, lo thine enemies make a tumult, an uproar. And everybody is in an uproar over Israel being a nation. They're all against her. They all want to boycott her, okay? They have taken crafty counsel against thy people. Whose people? Daniel's people, the Jews. Consulted against thy hidden ones. Who are the hidden ones? Those are the two witnesses. How do we know they're the two witnesses? Because they both have left the scene. Even Satan argues over the body of Moses. 
according to what's written in the New Testament. But it's, it states there, Mike Angel, Angel uh, excuse me, Michael, the uh, Archangel, or, or Gabriel, forget which one it was, he disputed with Satan. And he said, the Lord rebuke you. He would not tell him where the body of Moses was. See, Satan should know where it is if he actually suffered the natural death where the body sees corruption. Satan should have been a part of that when it happened, but it didn't. he didn't get to be a part of it, so it troubled him. Where is that body of Moses? It also was a troubling for him as well. And if you'll notice, the argument never comes up until the New Testament. Why? You might wonder why we don't see it in the Jewish scriptures. Well, the reason you don't is because Mashiach had not come yet. And when Moses came and he died and the angels took and hid him away, Satan was confused about that. He thought, in fact, that Moses was the Mashiach. But when he wasn't the Mashiach and now here come Yeshua and now his body is nowhere to be found, Moses was troubled by it. So Moses and Elijah both have been hidden. And therefore, they consult against thy hidden ones. What is it? The Catholic Church, being the head of this, knows very good and well that there are two witnesses coming that are going to pose a lot of problems where it comes to Israel. This is why they're consulting about thy hidden ones, because they will be for the nation of Israel. And if they are all against the nation of Israel, and the only two that would really be for it that could cause some problems, they've got to determine what can they do about these two witnesses. This is the reason why that's all there, friends. All right, moving right along. They have said, come, let us cut them off from being a nation. That doesn't mean militarily. Let us cut them off from being a nation. That the, what the name of Israel may, may be no more in remembrance. It doesn't say anything about cutting them off from being a people, but just cut them off from being a nation. Stop the process. Revert it back. Get rid of the name of Israel. Take it out of the textbooks. Take it off the maps. Well, all the countries there on the other side of the Jordan, like Egypt, or not Egypt, well, Egypt does it too, but uh, Jordan, Syria, nowhere do you see the name Israel on their maps. It's already been removed. But in this case here, those are the enemies of Israel, but they have also begun to work with the Vatican and others to get the name of Israel removed completely. Let's look what it says continually. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against thee. You're going to learn something new in a few minutes about the confederacy. The tabernacles of Edom, the Ishmaelites and Moab and the Hagarenes, of course, Ammon and Gebal, all of those that I don't have listed here for you. These are, of course, Edom is the Roman Catholic Church. We see this by Obadiah's prophecy, who clearly identifies Esau as the one that stood there while Israel... Uh, went into captivity in 70 A.D. And of course, in that case, that was Titus, the Roman general, also identified by Daniel, who said that the prince that shall come would be of the people that destroyed the temple and the sanctuary, which was Titus, the Roman general. And of course, those that say, well, the Syrian army did the dirty work and killed the Jews, it does say in Obadiah that he stood aloof while his brothers uh, were, or while his brother was destroyed. And that was Esau doing that, which was Rome. Titus, he did stand aloof while he allowed the Syrian army to do the dirty work. Continuing forward on into this right here, how did the land of Israel become Palestine in the first place? Some people may not know that. Samach News Service, uh, also Samach uh, Biblical uh, 
research to the same uh, company there. It says, in the first century CE, the Romans crushed the independent kingdom of Judea. After the failed rebellion of the Barcoba in the second century CE, the Roman emperor Hadrian determined to wipe out the identity of the Israel and, and Judah and Judea. Therefore, he took the name Palestina and imposed it on all the land of Israel. At the same time, he changed the name of Jerusalem to Aliyah Capitolina. The Romans killed many Jews and sold many more in slavery. Some of those survived still alive and free, left the devastated country, but there was never a complete abandonment of the land. There was never a time when there were not Jews and Jewish communities, uh, though the size and condition of those communities fluctuated greatly. So it is the Romans that actually did all of this to the Jews in the first place, back as far back as Titus. And of course now the Roman Catholic Church uh, reviving the Roman Empire continues on the legacy of Rome, and that is to stamp out the name of Israel. They continually do this. Now, notice this article as well. Vatican's recognition of the Palestinian states comes into effect. This is on the Jerusalem Post on January 3rd, 2016. In 2015, when it didn't look like the quote-unquote peace negotiations by John Kerry was working too well, the Vatican takes a step forward and declares the Palestinian state and then brings it into effect on, on January 3rd of 2016. The Holy See and the state of Palestine have notified each other that the pr procedural requirements for the accords enter into force have been fulfilled, and the Vatican said in a statement on Saturday, watch carefully on this, the agreement regards essential aspects of the life and activity of the church in Palestine, while at the same time reaffirming the support for negotiated and peaceful solution to the conflict in the region, the Vatican said. Conflict in the region. There's no mention of Israel by the Vatican. It's kind of a status quo for the Romans there, the Roman Vatican's, that is Esau's descendant, who has such a hatred for his brother Jacob. Israel, that is, the sons of Israel, that hatred continues on. Now, let's move right along here. Oh, by the way, too, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Let me move on here. Daniel chapter 11, verse 23, and this is in the KJV, King James Version, says, And after the league made with him, he shall work deceitfully, for he shall come up and shall become strong with a small people. Now, I've always said to you that that league there, uh, the league is not the league made with the small people. That's the Palestinians that he comes up strong with. I had thought recently that the league, because in KJV and also in the Masoretic Hebrew, it is in a singular format. Uh, so I assumed that the league was with the Jewish Federation or the Jewish Congress that made the league with the Pope of Rome recently with the Nostra Aetate. But then I was shocked to find out that in the Septuagint, the league is in the plural. And of course, they're using a much older Hebrew reference of the Bible that we don't have today. And it says here, and because of the leagues, plural, made with him, he shall work deceit, and he shall come up and overpower them with a small nation. Now, he overpowers who? You have to look at the verses prior. Even in the Septuagint, it's still overpowering the Jewish people. And he does it after, because of the leagues made with him, he shall work deceit. What leagues? This is the, remember the first name there, the League of Nations? Well, the Pope of Rome, here he comes in like a celebrity at the United Nations, the spotlight on the floor as he steps into that spotlight. 
And sure enough, he's right there at the headquarters of the world, the, 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 the city of the capital of the world, as it was quoted by Pope John Paul II. He is that man of the hour for the world's leaders. He's not the man of the hour in the sight of God, but for them he is. Now let me share something with you here. This is on the Papal Visits website, September 25th, 2015. Pope Francis calls for a stronger system of global governance. Remember, Daniel says in the Septuagint that he makes leagues. See, what is he making that league with? Let's quickly look back at it again. And because of the leagues made with him, he shall work deceit. See, the world makes leagues with the Catholic Church. He doesn't go out to have to make the league with them. They make the league with him. All right, watch what he says here, or what it says in here. And this is on a pro-Catholic website. While it may surprise some who are ideologically opposed to the United Nations, the Catholic Church has been leading voice of support for the structures of global governance. Catholic thinkers, in fact, were the first to propose the creation of the international authority, starting with Pope Benedict the 15th in 1919. Modern Catholic social teaching has supported and called for reforms of the League of Nations and the United Nations. The leagues they made with him? Hello? The United Nations is the League of Nations. They make the league with the Catholic Church. All right, they're leagues in this case. So it says with uh, Possium in Taurus in 1963, St. Uh, John Twenty-Third endorsed the idea of a universal public authority with power, organization, and means to manage the global common good. Number 137, Paul VI, St. John Paul II, and Benedict followed suit and called for strengthening the UN and their social teaching, uh, teachings and address to the UN General Assembly. Building on this tradition, Pope Francis makes three important proposals for the reform and renewal of the UN system. These proposals are the heart of his address and speak directly to present deliberations on the future of the UN. First, Francis echoes a controversial 2011 note on financial reform from the Pontifical Council of Justice and Peace to call for a greater equity and power to distribution in the governmental bodies, and some of which reflect more of the world of 1945 than 2015. With this call, the Pope lends his support to the hotly debated proposals to reform the UN Security Council and international financial institutions such as the International Monetary Fund. Friends, they have been making the leagues with him. In Paris, France, they went there and they have made the league with the Vatican to reform the United Nations to convert over to his papacy and his power, including a one world religion where all the world's religions have now united under the papacy. Prophecy, friends, is being fulfilled. And the first thing on their agenda is to wipe out the name of Israel. Palestinian versus Israel as the name of the Holy Land. The term Palestine has been adopted by Arabs living in Israel in the area west of the Jordan River. It is specifically employed to avoid the use of the name of Israel. Must be considered an anti-Israel term. In all Arab maps published in Jordan, Egypt, etc., the area west of the Jordan River is called Palestine without any reference to Israel. Palestine is the term now used by those who want to deny the legitimate existence of Israel as a genuine nation among the family of nations. That's by Dr. Thomas McCall. 
that actually wrote this article here. Another one here, Middle East Atlas, omitting Israel to be pulped following widespread anger. Oh, you might burn your books to look good, but believe me, it's still going to spread like wildfire. They are there to remove the name of Israel, as the prophecy clearly states in the book of Psalm. See, cut them off from being a nation. And that's what this whole plot of the United Nations is that is led by the Vatican. Rome started it after the fall in 70 AD of, the, uh, of Israel and the destruction of the temple. And by the way, my Jewish brethren, you know, I want to remind you, our temple should not have been destroyed. You know, we need to go back and reconcile this in our own lives and find out why the temple was destroyed. If offering the animal sacrifices was so perfect in the sight of God, that Jeremiah and Isaiah said that God was not pleased with the sacrifices we were offering, that we weren't offering up our hearts a pure oblation unto God, then why was our temple destroyed? Because then we should have been without sin. Think about it. The Guardian published this January 5th of 2015. The Collins Middle East Atlas is described by its publisher as an ideal school atlas for young primary school ge ge geographers, which enables students to learn about the world today by exploring clear and engaging maps. It is also specifically designed for schools in Middle Eastern countries, according to the HarperCollins. With, with the Catholic newspaper, the tablet, the first to notice that this meant its map of the area shows Jordan and Syria extending all the way of the Mediterranean. Gaza and the West Bank are both labeled, but Israel does not appear. Mm. Unreal. Continuing on, CNN erases Israel from their map. On honest reporting, they brought this out. As the year draws to a close, CNN Money looks ahead, focusing on Beyond ISIS 2016's scariest geopolitical hotspots. Unsurprisingly, Syria and the Middle East features, but not the map above that CNN has chosen to accompany the text. Israel has been wiped from the map and instead replaced with Palestina, a Spanish or Portuguese translation of Palestine. The image was taken from Getty's image uh, iStock, and that is not a creation of CNN's graphics team. CNN wanted to make sure that they weren't guilty of it, but Getty's images are definitely guilty of it. So is the U.S. Uh, State Department for the visas. They're guilty of it. See, friends, and who, who started it all? The Vatican did. It is a conspiracy, but it's also a prophecy. Come, let us cut off the name of Israel, that it be no more remembered as a nation. This is the prophecy. This is what is happening. This is the two-state solution. And Jerusalem will no longer be the capital. It will be Tel Aviv, and Jerusalem will be the capital of the Palestinians. The so-called Arabs, and, I, and I'm not against these people here. They're Jordanians is what they are. And even the country Jordan did not exist until, um, until what was that, the year um, uh, back, back before 1948 when the Palestinian, man, Palestinian uh, excuse me, the, uh, the land of Israel mandate, the British mandate declared that Israel have its own land. There was no such thing as Jordan. See, friends, it, oh gosh, it is a terrible shame. Anyway, we do need your support. Stand with us here at IsraeliNewsLive.org. You can go to our website, 
and help us keep this ministry going forward. I'm Stephen Benoon. You're watching Israeli News Live. Shalom.
Shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Praise God. Wow, thank you for being patient. Thank you for being here because we're going to hear the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, we're going to pray after the message. My brothers and sisters, we're going to pray. Um, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Yeshua. Hamashiach. Praise the Lord. The Lord visited me today, praise the Lord, and um, he's going to uh, be here with us. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Brother Albie, or Sister Lisa. Praise God. So, my brothers and sisters, we're going to go into repentance. Amen. I like I always always like to repent before I bring a message and um praise God and we're gonna ask uh the Holy Spirit, amen, uh to come with power, with power tonight. Amen, with fire. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you, Jesus. I pray in Jesus' name, Lord. Please forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. We truly come into repentance, Lord. We surrender to you, Jesus. Forgive us our sins, Lord. Forgive us. Because we sin with our mind, with everything, Lord. Please forgive us, Lord. Cleanse us, cleanse us, cleanse us with your blood, Jesus. Cleanse us, Lord. Purify our, our, our heart, Lord. Cleanse us our mind, our spirit, our soul. Cleanse us totally from head to toe, Lord. Wash my sins away, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
Forgive us, Father. We come here uh, totally surrendered to you, O Majesty. Jesus, forgive us, Father, in Jesus' name. We, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we ask you that you will come. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit. That uh, I ask, Father God, that you will send the Holy Spirit with power and fire into this place. Play, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come down, come down, come down. Holy Spirit with power and fire into this place. Come down with power and fire. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus Christ, from north, south, west, and east, I rebuke all demons in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. I bind them all in the name of Jesus and send them all to the pit of hell. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And, Father God, I ask you, I pray that you will send trillions and trillions of angels, archangels from your holy throne to fight. In the name of Jesus, I call fire, 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 fire. Burn them up, Holy Spirit. Burn those demons, Holy Spirit. Burn, 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 burn. Fire, 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 fire. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, praise the Lord. My brothers and sisters, sometimes I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say some words in Spanish, but I'm going to try to uh, translate it because, you know, my uh, uh, second language, hallelujah, my first language, excuse me, is in Spanish, and I'm, I'm, I'm very good. When I am, um, hallelujah, when, I, when I'm praying and when I'm doing a spiritual warfare, praise, I like to say it in Spanish, and then I'll try to translate it in English. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, come down with fire, 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 which means fuego, 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 fuego de Dios. Fire from God, hallelujah. Fuego, 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 que arde, hallelujah. Fuego, 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 fire that consumes, hallelujah. Every demon consume todo, demonio, Espíritu Santo, consume, 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 consume. By every evil spirit, consume the Holy Spirit. Fuego de Dios, fuego de Dios, fuego, 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 fire from God, fire from God. Oh, fire that burns, burns, consume every evil spirit now. Every spirit I believe, go in the name of Jesus. Fuera en el nombre de Jesús, todo espíritu. Hallelujah, todo el espíritu, ora en el nombre de Jesús, now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, fire, 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 fire from God. Consume them all. Exterminate los Espíritu Santo. Exterminate them all, Holy Spirit. Exterminate all. Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Fire them up. Fuego de Dios. Fuego de Dios. Fuego de Dios. Fuego, fuego, fuego. Que arde. Consume a todo demonio. Consume, 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 consume a todo demonio. A todo principado. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Consume them all, Holy Spirit. Fire, fuego, 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 fire, 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 fire. Burn, 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 Holy Spirit. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Send them all. 
Send them all, Jesus, to hell. Hallelujah, fuego, 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 fuego que arde. Fuego, 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 fuego que arde. Fuego que consume a todo demonio. Hallelujah. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. From north, south, east, and west. Norte, sur, este, y oeste. A todos los principados se cae ahora en el nombre de Jesús. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for doing the work. Hallelujah. All the honor. All the honor to you, Jesus. All the victory to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All the worship to you, Lord, because you're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord was letting me know. Hallelujah. He was letting me know today. Praise God. I wrote it down here, my brothers and sisters. Praise God. I'd like to start rebuking demons right now. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Disobedient, rebellion, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every spirit of disobedience against God now in the name of Jesus. Go! In the name of Yeshua. In the name of Jesus. Fuera todo espíritu de desobediencia ahora. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, you die. You die in the name of Jesus. No. Out in the name of Jesus. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, I break your powers by the blood of Jesus. And I send you to the pit of hell now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, restore your people tonight, Lord. Restore your people tonight, Jesus. Hallelujah. Give them strength. Empower their faith. Empower their faith, Lord. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of rebellion against God now in the name of Jesus. You got no power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I break your powers by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, spirit of rebellion. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you as an order. It's an order in the name of Jesus. Get out of here. You're not welcome. Out in the name of Jesus. I bind you and break your powers by the blood of Jesus. Go through the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, and strengthen your people, Lord. Hallelujah. Help them to obey you, Jesus. Help them, help them, Lord, to obey you. Empower their faith, Jesus. I pray for them, Lord, to empower their faith. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to go to the word, my brothers and sisters, and then I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back with more prayer. Praise God. Make sure that you have oil. Because I'd like you to put, grab some oil, put it in your hands. We're going to do that right after I finish uh, my, the message. Praise God. You're going to put it in your hands, and you're going to put it where you have your pain, where it hurts. Hallelujah. I'm going to follow up a little bit. Hallelujah from from Sunday. Amen. Whatever your pain is, whatever the disease is, the Lord's going to be here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And he's the one who's going to do the miracle. Oh, honor and praise to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord God Almighty. So let's go to the word. Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ is the message, to, it's the message tonight, my brothers and sisters. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3, verse 16. Hallelujah. 
So many people have been alienated from Christian faith because they heard a garbled version of the Christian message. Perhaps what you have heard has left you with the impression that Christianity is somehow identified with a particular political persuasion or with hatred of certain groups of people or with advances to institution in which Jesus Christ seemed to be its mother and you could not find him. Many people tonight, hallelujah, have a step back from faith, praise God. And the reason they have stepped back, tell our church, is not that they have trusted Christ and found him waiting, wanting, excuse me. It is that they have not yet come to meet and to know the Christ as he is presented to us in the scriptures. Hallelujah. Over these last weeks, we have walked through the opening chapters of John's gospel. And we have seen who Jesus is, the eternal, personal, divine, creating life, creating life-giving, incarnate son of God. And we have seen what he does. Hallelujah. John the Baptist said, behold, the Lamb of who takes away the sin of the world. This is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. John 1, 20, 29, verse 33. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So what will Jesus Christ do for you if you come to him? He can take away your sin, and he can fill you with a new life from God. I have not seen this before, but this is exactly what we what, what we see him doing in this gospel. Cleansing the temple is a demonstration of Jesus' cleansing power. God lost you. Forgot some of the world. The, the Son of God did not come into the world and die on the cross in order to make the Father lost us. The Son of God came into the world and died by attention on the cross because the Father loves us. When we read that God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, it is the love of the Father that is especially in view. Praise, 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 praise his name, Jehovah. Here's why. Here's why that is important. There are many people who go through life with the feeling that God is against them. He may put up with you for the sake of Christ, but your faith is weak and your sins are many. You feel that in his heart of hearts, he really despises you, and that if he had his way, he would gladly condemn you. And the only thing that holds him back from what he really wants, that Jesus died on the cross. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. A boy is invited by his friend to come to his house for a sleepover. But when the boy arrives, he finds that the friend's father is obviously not pleased to see him. Here's an example. When the friend 
Israel loses the boy, the father scarcely looks at him. It is clear to the boy that while his friend wants him in the house, the father to whom the house belongs has no interest in him being there. The father merely tolerates the boy for the sake of his son. As long as you carry suspicion about God, that he is somehow against you, and that he tolerates you for the sake of his son, you will never find peace, and you will never find joy in God. Here's what you need to take into the core of your being. God loves you. God loves you. This is a wonderful, tr- a wonderful truth for all of us, those who believe. Hallelujah. Those who believe and those who do not yet believe. First, let me apply this to the person who feels far from God's sake. You are not walking with God. You have grown cold toward him. You don't feel a need for him. You may not have any interest in him. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God. So you may not have any interest in him. How you feel toward God will always reflect what you most deeply believe about how he feels towards you. If you feel that God is against you, you will be against him. If you feel that God does not care much about you, you will not care much about him. But if you were to believe tonight that God loves you, Hallelujah, that God loves you. You will come to love him. God so loved the world. You are part of that world, and that means God loves you. Praise God. Here's the message for you tonight that God loves you. Just obey him. Obey him. Now let me apply this to the person who does believe. God so loved the world. Never be never be ashamed. Hallelujah, of imitating the one you serve. Be full of love and kindness toward all people. This begins at the the house, but it doesn't end there. It begins in the family of God. Love your family and your friends. Let there be nothing narrow, limited, contracted, and stingy. Or, or or sectarian in your love. Here's what that means. Love atheists as God loves them. Love Muslims as God loves them. Even if they're against, against us, God tells us in his word, love your enemies. Love the world. Love the world as God loves the world. Love your enemies as God loves his enemies. God loved you before you ever loved them. It was while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. God gave his son for you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. John 3, verse 16. Hallelujah. Notice it doesn't say God so loved the world that he will admit everyone into heaven. Now pay attention. It does not say God so loved the world that he eradicates all suffering on earth. 
It says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Love is seen and known in Jesus Christ. The Bible speaks about the wrath of God being revealed from heaven in Romans 1, verse 18. It tells us this. It tells us this God of love is holy and that the, the whole world is under his judgment. In this verse, we read about the awful rea- reality of perishing, the complete undoing or unraveling of human life. There are passages in the Bible about the judgment of God that will make your hair stand on and and they are as true as John 3, verse 16. So how do you know that God loves you? Praise God. One way to answer that question will be to list the joys and blessings of your life. I know that God loves me because I have a wonderful wife, healthy, healthy kids, good friends, a great job, etc. Every good gift comes from above, and it is good, and it's good, amen, to see the kindness of God in every blessing of life and to thank him for it. Here's the problem. With evaluating God's love for you on this basis, what if you lose that great job or someone in your family becomes sick or you lose a member of your family or the person you love is no longer interested in you? How would you know that God loves you then? If you try to discern the love of God from your experience, you will always be in confusion. When blessing comes to you, when, when blessings come, you will feel that God loves you. When hardship comes, you will feel that he must be against you. And you will lose the sense of his love at precisely the time when you need it the most. Your experience of life in this fallen world will always be mixed and confusing. The world is in a mess, and it is a mess because the world is in rebellion against God. If you went by what you see in this world, you will never be able to come to the, to the hallelujah, to the settled conclusion that God loves the world because you are looking in the wrong place. Here's how you know that he loves you. He gave his son for you. God shows his love for us in, the, in, in, in that while we were still sinners. Christ died for us, Romans 5, verse 8. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him, 1 John 4, verse 9. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, John 3, verse 16. How is this the love of God? What happened when God gave his son? God became man in Jesus Christ. God the son who is, who is one with the father and is at the father's side comes to us took his stand with us, 
enact on our behalf, behalf on our behalf. If Jesus was only a man, he would be as far from God as we are. If Jesus was only God, he would be as far from us as God is. Jesus Christ brings God and men together in himself. What did he do when he came? He dealt with all that alienates us from, from God. So how did he do that? Jesus lived the life that all of us are required to live, but none of us have. He, ful- he fulfilled all that God requires of us. Then he took that perfect life and laid it down as a sacrifice for us. He stood in the place of sinners, and he entered into the condemnation that we deserve. And then on the third day, he rose from the dead. He ascended, returning to the Father from whom he came. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. However, far you are from God tonight, whatever the ways in which you may have sinned against him, if you look at the gift of God's sons and believe in him, you will see and know that the Father loves you. Jesus is the most costly gift that God could ever give. Jesus is the most valuable gift that you could ever receive because in Jesus Christ we have this promise. Whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus. God lovingly invites you to believe in his son. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. What does that mean to believe in Jesus? Believing in Jesus means not trusting in yourself. There's a transfer of trust away from me and unto him. Our verse does not say God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever proves to be a fine Christian should not perish but have eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever is gives evidence of real and lasting change, peace, love, and joy should not perish but have eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever can demonstrate that he or she is, is sufficiently sorry should not perish but have eternal life. If the word of God say any of these things, we shall spend our whole life looking and are sometimes miserable and always inadequate attempts to live a truly Christian life. And we will have no peace, no hope, and no joy. Thank God our verse says something different. Whoever, whoever, whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Believing is both the simplest and the hardest thing in the world to do. It is simple because it is trusting him to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. And it, and it is hard because it is in our nature to want to prove ourselves to God. Believing in Jesus means looking to him to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. This is the will of my Father that everyone, everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. John 6, verse 40. 
In other words, to look on the sun is another way of saying believe in him. Look to him. To do for you what you have not done and cannot do for yourself. As long as you have this Lord in fear that God is out to get you, you will run and hide from him. But when you know that God is the Father who gave his Son in love for you, and that God is the Son who gives himself in love for you, you will have no fear in looking to him. This is how you know that God loves you, and this is how you enter into everlasting life. You may say, is this really, is this really for me? God so loved the world that he gave his only son. You will say, if I were as Peter, Paul, and Mary were, this gift will be comfort to me. If I had the faith of the apostle Peter, I could believe that God loves me and send his son for me. If I had the understanding and insight of the apostle Paul, I could believe that God loves me and send his son for me. If I had a pure heart and mind like Mary, the mother of our Lord, then I will be able to believe that God loved me and sent his son for me. But here's the problem. I find it difficult to believe that God loves me and sent his son for me because I am not like Peter, Paul, or Mary. My faith is very shaky. My understanding is very limited, and I will not describe my mind and heart as pure at all. If I were as Peter, Paul, and Mary, this gift will be a comfort to me. But I am not. That is where this word, whoever is so wonderful. If you are saying, I don't know if this is for me, I say to you, look at this word, whoever, whoever, whoever. It includes you. It includes you. It is big enough for all of us to crawl inside. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus Christ was given as much for you as he was for Peter, Paul, and Mary. You can say tonight, I may not be Peter, I may not be Paul, and I certainly am not Mary. But Jesus Christ is the gift of God, and he is given for me as much as for them. Christ is offered to all people everywhere without exception or qualification. To the person who is far from God, to the person who has shown no interest in God, to the person who feels trapped by the power of their own sin, to the person brought up in the in a Christian home, the fact, hallelujah, that you have been brought up in a Christian home is nothing to do it for you. If you are brought up in a Jewish home, a Muslim, a Muslim home, or an atheist home, God in his great love and mercy offer his son, Jesus Christ, to you tonight. If on the last day there's anyone here who will perish when others are entering into the joy of eternal life. The only person, the only person you can blame is yourself. For this reason, God love, he love is being proclaimed to you tonight. And open doors before you tonight. The gift of the Savior is offered to you tonight. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but eternal life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
the gifts that we got. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, my brothers and sisters, is the greatest gift, hallelujah, that we have ever had, that anyone could have. Jesus Christ is the perfect gift for us. So here's what we need to do. Number one, we have to trust God in everything. We have to obey God in everything. Believe that you are saved to Christ. Believe that, my brothers and sisters. Believe it. Believe that you are saved to Christ. Whoever that believes in the Son, who is Jesus Christ, is saved. Follow and do what the Bible tells you. Have faith. And now here's here's another word that God gave me. The prime must stand in the strength and faith of the Lord in the days to come. We are his children. Let's not fail him. He already loves us, my brothers and sisters. He gave us love. Through dying in the dying in the cross, he did the sacrifice. Now we gotta love him back. We have to obey him. Let's pray for one another. That's what Jesus wants you to do. Pray for one another. No doubt and, and unbelief. Every time you have some doubt and unbelief, rebuke it in Jesus' name. Repent for that. Disobedient, rebellion against God, very dangerous. Start obeying Jesus. Ask the Lord to empower your faith, to strengthen you. And here's a very important word that Jesus gave into me. He said, Father, tell him not to forget to repent. Hallelujah. Do not forget to repent every day, my brothers and sisters. Praise God. And now we're going to pray. Whoever, hallelujah, has pain, deceased, Put her in the shot room. I'm going to pray for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. And now, my brothers and sisters, in James 5, verse 14, is anyone among you sick? Then he must go for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. You have love, righteousness, and hate, loveliness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness upon your companions. Hebrew 1, verse 9. Praise, hallelujah, praise God. Wash yourself, therefore, and anoint yourself and put on your best clothes and go down to the treasure floor, but do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. Ruth 3, verse 3. The Spirit of the Lord, God, is upon me because the Lord has anointed me, Isaiah 61, verse 1, to bring good news to the afflicted, 
He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to um, captives and freedom to prisoners. So I just gave you a couple verses there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Holy Spirit, ministry, 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 ministry tonight. Holy Spirit, come down with power and fire, power and fire all over this place. Power and fire, hallelujah. Fire, 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 fire. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Holy Spirit, come down with fire, fire, and power all over this place. Fire, power, fire, 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 firm, firm, Holy Spirit, every, every disease, burn it up. Burn it up, Holy Spirit. Burn the disease, burn the disease, burn the disease. I find the disease, whoever the disease. That any of my brothers and sisters or, or any friends that is listening are listening in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that disease. Hallelujah. With the blood of Jesus, I break his power. I break his power by the blood of Jesus. And send that disease to hell in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Go. Go in the name of Jesus. Burn up, Holy Spirit. Burn, 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 burn. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Burn that disease. Burn up, exterminate. Exterminate every disease, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead, my brothers and sisters. Do you have anything, any kind of a prayer put in the chat room? I'd like to pray for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let it rain, Holy Ghost. Let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. Descend, descend, Holy Spirit of God. Descend, descend. Descend, Espíritu Santo. Hallelujah. Descend, 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 Holy Spirit from God. Hallelujah. Come down with power and fire all over this place. With power and fire all over this place. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke. In the name of Jesus, every evil spirit of disobedient, go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, my brothers and sisters. And start praising God. And start praying God. Hallelujah. Come to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Focus on Jesus. Put your eyes on the Lord. Hallelujah. He's here tonight, hallelujah, to give you strength, Lord. Strengthen your people tonight. Strengthen your people tonight, Lord. Get them ready, Lord Jesus, for the rapture, Jesus. Get them ready, Lord. Pray for them, Lord, God Almighty, that you will help them out, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray you those demons from that and unbelief. Go in the name of Jesus. I pray the power by the blood of Jesus. Go, go, go in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus, I send you to the pit of hell. Hallelujah, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. I pray that they cease by the blood of Jesus. With the David uh, is go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. 
Holy Spirit, burn that seed. Burn it up, Holy Spirit. Burn it up. Burn, burn. Fire, 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 fire. And apply the blood of Jesus all over that person. Hallelujah. All over the person's body. Hallelujah. Oh, I apply the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus all over the body. All over the body. Thank you, Jesus. All over the body. All over front me. Hallelujah, body, in the name of Jesus. I call the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit come down with fire, 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 burn, burn, burn that it sees. Burn it up, Holy Spirit. Burn it up, burn it up, burn it up, burn it up. Exterminate that disease. I order you to go out of his body now in the name of Jesus. Instead of diabetes, go in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, out of his body now. Live in the name of Jesus. Live in the name of Jesus now. <clears throat> hallelujah, hallelujah. I find you break your powers by the blood of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, so somebody has cancer. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. I pray for that person, Jesus, that has cancer, Lord. Lord, have mercy on her and heal her, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Heal her, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, by your stripes, Lord, we are healed. And I pray for her, Lord Jesus, that you will heal, that you will, Lord Jesus, put your hand, Lord, in her body, Lord, and apply the blood of Jesus all over her. The blood of Jesus all over her body. The blood of Jesus all over her body. Right now, hallelujah, touch her, touch her, touch her, touch her, Jesus. I rebuke that cancer in the name of Jesus. Find it in the name of Jesus. Break his power by the blood of Jesus and send the cancer to hell in Jesus' name. Burn that disease, Holy Spirit. Burn it up. Burn it up. Burn it up. Fire, 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 fire. Exterminate. Exterminate that demon of cancer and diabetes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I apply the blood of Jesus all over the body. All over the body now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. My brothers and sisters, read the word of God and follow. Hallelujah. What the Bible tells us. What the Bible tells us, my brothers and sisters, and obey God. And obey God because you don't want more. You don't want other demons to come. You don't want other demons to come and try to hurt you. Okay, praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God Almighty. Oh, God is good, my brothers and sisters. God is good. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Here's a verse that I wanted it to let you know. Then the Spirit in Matthew 12, verse 45, finds here. Then it says in verse 44, I will return to my house from which I came, and when it comes, it finds it. 
unoccupied, swept and put in order. Then it goes and takes along with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there. And the last state of that man becomes worse than the first. That is the way it will also be with the evil generation. My brothers and sisters, evil generation, praise God. You want to make sure, hallelujah, that you obey God and that you follow his commandments, that you will obey his law. Praise God. And you, you will depart yourself from the world and just get closer more to Jesus. Because, hallelujah, praise the Lord, God Almighty, hallelujah. When demons leave, hallelujah, I have to warn you about this. When they leave, friends that are listening, hallelujah. And if you disobey God, and you will start doing the things that you used to do before. Hallelujah. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and we've got to be careful. I have to warn people about this. Be careful. Be careful. I'm not trying. I'm not, I'm not scaring you. This, 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 this only happens. Hallelujah. When you start sinning again, you go back to the old person that you used to be. But no, you just make sure that you follow only Jesus, that you obey the Lord, that you read the word of God, that you pray, that you fast. Hallelujah. Because you know, my brothers and sisters, I believe, praise God, that if those evil spirits, if they don't if, if 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 they don't leave, it makes it harder for a person to come to Christ. It makes it I have noticed that from my own experience. It makes it harder for a person to come to Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because what you know what demons do? They they change they they lock you up. And they uh, uh, they make your mind not wanting like to read the word of God, not wanting to obey God, and they put these thoughts in unbelief. And it's much easier when they leave; they're gone, so you can come to Jesus uh, freely, and start obeying, start obeying Jesus, obeying His word. And to get closer to Jesus, like no ever. God, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will protect my brothers and sisters. I pray, Lord Jesus, I pour the blood of Jesus all over them, all over their family, all over their children, Lord. I pray that you will help them out, Lord, to obey you. I, help, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will help them out and, and, and read the word of God, that you will help them, Lord, and, and continuing to pray, Lord Jesus, that you will help them out, Lord, and fasting, Lord, that you will help them out, Jesus. And that, Lord, that you will deal with the devourer. You will deal, Lord Jesus, with Satan demons. You will deal with those, Lord. That you, Lord, will, you, you, Lord, will take those evil spirits and take them down, Lord, to the pit of hell, Jesus. I pray for that, Lord God Almighty. 
You take control, hallelujah. You take control, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I pray, hallelujah. For some, for people here tonight, Lord, that you will open their eyes so they can, they will know the truth, Lord. And those demons, they have their eyes closed that they could not make them, they're making them not seeing. They're making them not believe in Jesus Christ. I find those demons and I break their powers by the blood of Jesus and I send them to hell in Jesus' name. And I lose that soul in the name of Jesus of that person so he can or she can come and hear the word of God. Hallelujah. All in the name of Jesus. All those spirits under unbelief and disobedience. Deal with them, Lord Jesus. I'm having the Lord take care of this. I'm having the Lord Jesus Christ take care of this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Touch your people. Touch your people, Lord. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you, Lord, will do miracles in their life. I pray, Lord Jesus, that they, Lord, that you will be pleased with them, Jesus. I pray the Lord that they're going to be, Jesus, so close to you. I pray, Lord, that you will pour more of you into their life, Jesus. I pray, Lord Jesus, that they will be, Lord, hungry for you, thirsty for you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Touch them, Lord. Touch them, Jesus. Hallelujah. Touch them, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Touch them, touch them, touch them. Ministry in their hearts. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, there it is, there it is, there it is in the name of Jesus. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name be done. In Jesus' name be done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, receive and power and power their faith, Lord Jesus. Empower, Lord Jesus, our faith. Empower our faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This is what your people need. Empower your faith. Hallelujah. Empower their faith, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Empower, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to the King. Empower. Ask the Lord to empower your faith. Empower your faith. Hallelujah. Oh, and power, and power, and power, and strengthen, and strengthen, and strengthen, and Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, how much we need you. Hallelujah. Without you, we cannot do anything. How much we need your help, Holy Ghost. How much we need you, Jesus. Touch us in a mighty way, Lord. Hallelujah. Give us wisdom, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, give some people, give your people wisdom, Jesus. 
Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Touch, Lord. Touch your people tonight, Jesus. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's done in Jesus' name. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Continue to pray. Hallelujah. Continue to repent, my brothers and sisters. That was one of the big, important, and it's important words for God. I asked the Lord Jesus when he came. I said, Lord, what would you like me to tell your people tonight? And he told me, let them know to repent, that they will not forget to repent. So do not forget, my brothers and sisters. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Be blessed, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Continue to be with the Lord. Continue to believe, hallelujah, that you are saved to Jesus Christ. Do not let the enemy put negative thoughts in your mind that you're not going to make it, you're not going to go to heaven, or you're doing so bad. And because you're doing so bad, you're not going to make it to heaven. No. Hallelujah. Jesus is merciful. And Jesus coming to repentance. Hallelujah. He forgives you. The only thing that you got to be careful, you have to obey the Lord. I have to tell you this too. You have to obey the Lord. We must obey Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Believe that safe to Jesus Christ because he died on that cross. Die for you. And when the enemy comes and gives you those negative thoughts, rebuke him in Jesus' name because that's not God. Oh, you have done this. How can you make it? Oh, look at you. You always say this. How can you make it to heaven? That's the enemy. God gave his son that whoever believes in him Whoever, whoever believes in Jesus, hallelujah, will have eternal life, will not perish. And God wants you to know that. Hallelujah. And we just, the only thing that we have to do is always, always, we have to repent. We got to repent every single time that we can think of. I would stay away from the world. Be careful, be careful not to go back and sinning. Oh, you know, I'm safe. I can do whatever I want. No, no, be careful. Be careful. Because you don't know on the hour when Jesus will come. Nobody knows. And this is why I recommend that, uh, uh, to um, friends, anyone, they have come to have came to Jesus to read the Word of God because the Word of God is going is going to give you a study. It's going to help you understand 
who God is and is going to help you to sin. The Holy Spirit will guide you and it will help you. And it will give you a conviction of sins if you have sinned. That's the beauty of the Holy Spirit. He let us know when we sin so we can repent and go to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is so good. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Now listen to what it what it says in Hebrew. I mean, in Hebrews 11. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Okay? You don't see God. Praise God. You're not seeing him. Do not get discouraged. You can feel him. You have. You will feel his presence. And God is pleased when we have faith. Even though we don't, you know, we don't see him, but we have, if we have that faith, he is pleased. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Amen? Praise God. Without faith, it's impossible, my brothers and sisters, it's impossible to please God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for being here. Hallelujah. And now, here's another verse that I have to let you know, too. Hebrews 12. My son, do not make light of the Lord's disciple and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciples, the the one he loves, because the Lord disciples, the one he loves, and he... uh, Says everyone he accepts as his son. That's Hebrew 12, hallelujah, verse 4. You will, you will know more things if you read the word of God. Warning and encouragement. Make every effort to live in peace, everyone, and to be holy without holiness. No one will see the Lord. Here's another warning for us, okay? See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. See that no one is sexual immoral or it is godless, like Isaac um, who, I don't know how to say that word, E-S-A-U, who for a single meal sold his Inheritance right is the oldest son. Powerful. The Lord speaks to you through his word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. And now here's another word, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. God is just giving me this verse. Thank you, Lord. I was just saying goodbye, and the Lord is putting, is giving me this verse. Here it is. Hebrews uh, 13. Uh, Hebrews 13, 4. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Don't be afraid. He's our he's helper, see? It's in the Bible. We've got to believe what the Word of God says. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Walking more mortals to do, uh, do to me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are awesome, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. You are holy, Jesus. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I'm reading some verses, my brothers and sisters. Praise God. Read the book of Hebrew and James before you go to bed. Praise God. The book of Hebrew and James. Hallelujah. Okay. Here's a verse 14. Let me see. James 2, uh, 18. But someone will say you have faith and have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith. By my deeds, you believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scriptures was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see, my brothers and sisters, when we have faith, my goodness, we become God's friend. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even rehab the uh, prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave uh, lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. As the body without the spirit is dead, 
So faith without deeds is dead. Thank you, Lord, for giving me this word. Thank you for giving us this word, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord. I'm 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 gonna I'm continuing here to see to read the word of God, my brothers and sisters. Let me see what else the Lord wants me to share. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. I love you. I love you, Jesus. You are powerful, Lord. You're holy. Thank you, Lord. I love you so much, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter and bite and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, is spiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace, loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. That verse is James 3, verse 13. Thank you, Lord. My brothers and sisters, God is giving us this. Praise God. There's another one. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you. Submit yourself to God, James 4. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires, the, the, uh, the battle with, within you? You desire but do not have, so you kill. You back, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. Then you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Oh, boy, my brothers and sisters. Okay, I got to read it. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enemy against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend for the world becomes an enemy of God. For you think a scripture says without reason that he jealous, jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace. That is why a scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. So God is saying us here tonight, my brothers and sisters, Okay, Lord. He's he's saying here tonight, submit yourself to God. Okay? He's saying not to fight and what causes fights and crawls among you. And when that happens, it's because of the desires, the the battle between within you. Okay? 
And consequences, you go back, but you cannot get what you want. You desire something. You want something, but you cannot have it. So you scroll and fight. You do not have it because you don't, you, you don't ask God. You got to ask the Lord. But, but see, uh, on the other hand, says when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. So be careful how you ask God. Be careful how you ask God. Um, this is when I, you know, encourage people to pray about it and fast. Do not, uh, uh, so when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend that you get on your pleasure. So when you ask something, my brothers and sisters, and you receive it, okay, you make sure that you give, uh, that you, you give God whatever gift that God have gave you, okay, you get 10% of that gift to God. Anything that the Lord have gave you, you give things to the Lord. And um, be careful how you spend it, okay? If it's uh, money or if it's, uh, you know, anything, blessings like, you know, food, do not waste the food also, okay? When the Lord gives you something, appreciate it and be very careful. Pleasures. Spend what you get on your pleasure. So that's what he said here. Okay, on four. And, and see, this is how he calls us when we disobey the Lord in this way. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship? Oh, here's another one. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means an enemy against God? So as I was saying, you get saved through Jesus Christ. But I want to make clear, my brothers and sisters, Jesus watches with his blood and when we come to Jesus we are safe and God is love but God is also like consuming fire okay and God does not want us that once we come to Jesus he doesn't want us to have a double mind okay he doesn't want us to have a friendship with the world anymore now he is not going to force you because God is not God is not a controlling. Um, he's, 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 he does not control you. Who controls is the devil. God is very kind and very gentleman. Okay, He's not going to tell you stop doing that. Stop going to the world. He's going to help you, so you will not go there. But he's not going to make you stop or he's not going to force you from doing what you want to do if it's a sin. Okay? If it's something that what the flesh wants. Be careful what the flesh wants. Don't trust your flesh. The flesh is just going to take you, my brothers and sisters. If you listen, if you obey what the flesh wants, it's going to take you uh, to a wrong place. It will take you. It will. It, it will. It will. It will destroy you. This flesh. I don't trust the flesh. I don't. I trust God, because here's what the Word of God says. Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes. This is living. Is in the Word of God. Okay. Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. You don't want to be an enemy. An enemy of God. You want to be a friend of God. 
And how can you become a friend of God? Having faith and obey God and be walk in holiness and righteousness. That's how you can become a friend of God. You really want God to be your best friend? I mean, he's a friend, but if you want him to be pleased with you and 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 be your friend, my brothers and sisters, well, I was just reading a couple minutes ago about Abraham, what Abraham did. He became friend with God. He had a lot of faith, and that's what God wants us, to have a lot of faith, my brothers and sisters. You know, my brothers and sisters, this is, I was not going to come with this. This 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 was not uh, in, on my papers. Okay, and I'm telling you the truth. God knows. He knows. I was not going to come with this. What I have was something else because the Lord also let me know to bring the message about believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, which is love, okay? But also God wants you to warn you. And he's letting you know through the book of James in Hebrew. Now, okay, Lord, he wants me to keep on reading. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Therefore, anyone who chooses, okay. Or do you think that scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the... See, he jealously longs for, for the spirit he causes, that he has caused to dwell in us. Because the Holy Spirit remains in us, my brothers and sisters. The Holy Spirit, we we are temple of the Holy Spirit, and we don't want the Holy Spirit to be sad. If you go back to the world, back on sinning and doing some other things that don't please God, then you know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? Then we we don't want them, you don't want to make the Holy Spirit sad. You don't. Remember, the Holy Spirit is holy. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Let's keep on reading. Or do you think a scripture says a reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he caused, that he has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace? See? God gives us more grace because he's a merciful God. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. We got to repent of pride, my brothers and sisters, every day. Lord, break this pride out of my life. Ow, 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 in Jesus' name. Out that pride in the name of Jesus. Pride will not take you anywhere. It will take you to to destruction, though. Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. If you submit yourself to God, you cannot submit yourself to God if you got pride in you. Pray, my brothers and sisters, fast. Break that pride. Tell them, get out of here in the name of Jesus. I don't need you. I want to submit myself to God. So submit yourself. In verse 7, I'm reading James 4, verse 7. Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. That's, that's resisting the world. Resisting the devil is resisting also the world. It's resisting sin. It's resisting the flesh. And he will flee from you. So if you resist, demons will flee from you. 
They can get you with anything. Um, verse 8, come near to God, and he will come near to you. Whoa, you see? You come near to God, God will come near to you. Praise the Lord. Who's not going to want God be near to you? I'm sorry, Brother Elby. I told Brother Elby that I was just going to preach one hour. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop telling Elby that. <laughs> My Lord, thank you, Jesus. Okay. Let's continue. Then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. You double-minded. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. The Lord is talking, my brothers and sisters. The Lord is talking. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My goodness. I love you, Lord. Okay. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of double-minded. Out of my brothers and sisters, now life out in the name of Jesus. I break your powers by the blood of Jesus. And every spirit that is hitting in the name of Jesus, I order them to come on out in the name of Jesus. And I find you right now in the name of Jesus. Break your power by the blood of Jesus and go in the name of Jesus to the pit of hell. Ooh, it's working. It's working. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is awesome. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's continue. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, now I don't want to leave now. Okay, Lord. Let's continue. So submit yourself then to God. All right, I already read that. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your heart. You double mind. Grieve more and wail, I think, W-A-I-L. I don't have, see, my brothers and sisters, when I come with something, I have to help out with some words translating it, so you're going to have to excuse me here with some words um, because I, I was not prepared for this, but help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Lord. So change your la- uh, laughter to mo- uh, mourning and your joy to gloom. Why being sad, my mothers and sisters? <laughs> the Holy Spirit is oh, oh. You know, when you've got the Holy Spirit in you, go, in, in you, when you have the Holy Ghost, hello, church, when you have the Holy Ghost, because you got the Holy Ghost in you, this is our temple. That temple that we got right here is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Why being sad? Hallelujah. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have joy in you. Praise God. My brothers and sisters, when you start feeling sad, look out. That's a demon. You rebuke the spirit of uh, 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 a demon in the name of Jesus. Rebuke it. Bind it in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, Lord. Okay. All right. The stress. Spirit of stress. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you out. In the name of Jesus, out of my brothers and sisters, now go in the name of Jesus to the pit of hell. Bind you and break it by the blood of Jesus. Woohoo! It's working, my brothers and sisters. It is working. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus, fire, 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 burn them up, Holy Spirit. Burn them up, 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 burn, 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 burn,
that fire that consumes in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Fire that consumes every evil spirit from north, south, west. Hallelujah. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, I bind you and break you. Hallelujah. By the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Boy. Thank you, Jesus. I'm able to feel, praise, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, how much I love you, Lord. How much I love you. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Jesus. Help us. Let's keep on reading here. Hallelujah. So change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself before the Lord. Here it is, verse 10 again. Humble yourself before the Lord. The Lord wants us to humble to him. And he will lift you up. So if we humble to the Lord, the Lord will, will lift us up. You see how important it is to humble ourselves? But we cannot humble again ourselves. Again, I'm going to repeat this again. If there's pride. Every time you go to the Lord, pray and bind that spirit of pride. Break it by the power of the blood of Jesus. And send that bad spirit to hell. That spirit of pride. And you're going to be able to feel it, my brothers and sisters. You're going to be able to humble yourself, to give all of you to Jesus. Verse 11. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Everyone who speaks against a brother, oh, this verse I was giving it on Sunday, and God is giving, me, giving us this verse again. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges, then it, it, speaks, it speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are now, excuse me, I didn't give it on Sunday. It was, uh, it, 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 I thought it was the same thing, but it's not. So when you judge the law, you are not keeping it by sitting in judgment on it. There's only the lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Now, I'm reading the word of God. I'm reading James verse 11. Or, excuse me, verse 11. The Lord does not want us to judge. The Lord does not want us to judge, my brothers and sisters. We got to be careful. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, are we just fat or prone to judge people. We got to be careful of that. We got to be very careful. We got to repent about judging other people. Very, very careful. Praise God. Okay, Lord, let's see what else you have here, Lord. Lord, I love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're wonderful, Jesus. You are wonderful, Lord. You are powerful, Lord. I love you so much. Warning to reach. Oppressor, James 5. Okay. 
Not letting your rich people work and well because of the mystery that is coming on you. Your wealth has rotted and months have eaten your clothes. Your gold and silver are Excuse me, my brothers and sisters, just go ahead and read verse 5 because there are some words here that I cannot pronounce. Corroded or corroded, I don't know. The corruption corruption will testify against you and eat your flesh like fire. You have farther wealth in the last days. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Look at the wages you failed to pay the workers. Oh, okay. Mom, your fields are crying uh, out against you. The cries of the uh, har- harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. Oh, boy. You have lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You have... Uh, Yourself in the date of the slaster, slaster, you have condemned and murdered an innocent one who was not opposing you. Okay. Read, please, James 5, all the way to 7. Okay. Thank you, Lord. My brothers and sisters, we got to be very careful. Whoever is the boss, whoever is the boss, makes a lot of money and pays little to the workers, to the employees. Be careful. Be careful that you have a luxury life and you are just not taking care very well in kindness or being fair with your employees. Okay. Repent, repent, and start being nice, being good, and be fair. Repent to God. Patient is suffering. Be patient, then brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord. See? Oh, my goodness. I love the oh, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I just, you know, I sometimes I just want to, um, I, I, I just want to <laughs> wanna hug God. <laughs> I want to hug the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Oh my! I can feel his love right now. You see, he's correcting us, but I can feel the love right now. I can feel it. It's so beautiful. I'm sorry, my brothers. It's just, just oh, I just I love the Lord so much. Okay, patient and suffering. Be patient, then, brothers and sisters. Verse seven. Until the Lord's coming, we gotta be patient, my brothers and sisters. See what the Lord is letting us know right now. We gotta be patient. See how the farmer waits for the land yield it. Valuable crop or crop patiently waiting for the yard and a spring rains. You too be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Thank you, Lord. Don't grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. Oh boy. The judge is standing at the door. My brothers and sisters, I'm reading James 5, verse 7. Brothers and sisters, as an example of patience, is the face of suffering. Prophet, take the prophet who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we count as blessed those who have persevered 
you have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. This is what I've been talking about, too. Thank you, Lord. So the Lord wants us to know his compassion and love, but he also wants us to know that he's holy, and we don't play games with God. Okay? Verse 12. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Let's continue. Verse 12, I think I said. Okay. Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear, not by heaven or by earth or by anything else. Don't swear. That's not good. All you need to say is a simple yes or no. Otherwise, you will be condemned. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My brothers and sisters, make your answer say yes or no. If people don't want to believe you, that's okay. You leave it to the Lord, but don't swear. Okay, keep speaking, my Lord. Keep speaking, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I love you, Jesus. Now the prayer of faith. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. My brothers and sisters, you are in trouble? Pray. The simple answer. Crystal clear. Pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing (laughs) songs of praise. You're happy? Praise God. (laughs) Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. He's giving me this verse again. Thank you, Lord. See? You are uh, you are uh, sick, my brothers and sisters. Uh, we got to follow what the Word of God says. Anoint them with oil. Amen? I have oil, my brothers and sisters. Let me go back here. Okay. I have some bottles of oil that the Lord have anointed, these oils. And, you know, when I put this oil in my hand, I, I have it in my hand here right now. Oh, it's not so good. Um, and this one doesn't have, I didn't buy this. I didn't buy this oil. I, all I did, I was, I just got a, a olive olive oil. And I said to the Lord, please, Lord, anoint this oil for me. And, it's, and it feels like it smells pure. It smells, it smells so good. And it doesn't have anything, no flavors, nothing, nothing. It's just oil. And God let me know. He let me know when he anointed that oil to pray, to pray, to, you know, uh, for, to people. And to have them, uh, you know, anoint them with oil. Uh, you can ask the Lord. If you have olive oil in your house, ask the Lord to anoint it. Ask the Lord to bless that oil. Ask the Lord to, um, you know, you can say to the Lord, Lord, would you please anoint this oil for me that when I pray for, it could be for you, your family, or your friends. Uh, Lord, that um, 
that you, Lord, that you will do a miracle, that you, Lord, will heal them um, with your blood, Jesus, because by his stripes we're healed, and, and, and use the oil. It's an obedience because the Bible says in the prayer offer and faith was uh, make the sick person well. The Lord will uh, raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Um, excuse me. Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil. Okay? So we have to follow always what the word of God tells us. Okay. Let's go. Um, okay. And the prayer offer in faith will make. Okay. Here we go. In verse 15. And the prayer offer in faith will make the sick person well. Okay, so I'm praying with faith. And if you have faith too, my brothers and sisters, it will make you well. Believe the word of God. Please believe it. The Lord will raise them up if they have sinned. Look at that. The Lord will forgive you if you have sinned. They will be forgiven. I'm reading, my brothers and sisters, James 13. Excuse me? James, uh, uh, James 5. Verse 13, and I'm reading uh, 15, and now 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. A husband and a wife. You have sinned against each other. Confess your sins to one another. Whatever it might be, you know, your husband knows. Your children, ask forgiveness. Confess your sins. You know, I did this wrong. I said this wrong. I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. Would you please forgive me? Okay? Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. So if you're not, my sister, my brother and sisters, if you're not a, a confessing your sins to one another, Okay? I don't think that you can be healed because the word of God says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. God, I ask for forgiveness. You don't ask for forgiveness. No healing. Because why will the word of God says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and, and pray for each other? And here it comes. Here, here it is. So that you may be healed. Something is wrong. When somebody doesn't get healed, it could be because, you know, lack of forgiveness, lack of confessing your sins to one another. The prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is why, my brothers and sisters, I come Here's a question. Can you pray for someone if they are not repenting? Okay? When I come to the Lord's hour, I always like to repent. And I will like my brothers and sisters also to repent. Okay? Because when we pray or I come and give the word of God, you know, the message to God, uh, um, let me know to, you know, to to give it to you tonight, I have to 
see, when I come to Lazar, I have to make sure that I'm well with God, that I, you know, God is pleased with me. Okay? And also, that, that goes for you too, my brothers and sisters. You want to make sure. When, when, I am, when I'm starting to pray for people, the first thing you're going to do, because this is very, very important for God, very important, that you will ask for forgiveness, that you repent. That's what the Lord was letting me know, sitting down here a couple hours ago in my house. Let them know to repent. So, um, praise the Lord, praise God. I'm reading what people are putting in the chat room. Okay. So then, sister, you give it to the Lord. I tell my husband, I'm sorry, if I do something or say something, he doesn't. Oh, very good. Okay, you ask for forgiveness. Praise the Lord. And and then, you know, you pray to the Lord. And he have accepted your forgiveness. Praise God. And you just, you know, you pray and you repent. Um, that will be the next thing to do. Now, let's keep on reading. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. This is good. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. Verse 17. He prayed earnestly that it will not rain. Whoa. Now, we all know this, okay? And it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced this crop. My brothers and sisters, power of faith. The faith, faith is powerful. Power of prayer and, and faith is very powerful. My dad actually did this when he went to Central America. I think they did uh, share this at the Lord's Hour. Uh, uh, I think it was he he went there two years ago, and he told me that the land was very dry. They didn't have rain. I don't remember for, for how many days, but there were some cows that had died and animals were dying because of the lack of rain, and he stopped praying. And the Lord told me, as soon as he land, as soon as he landed to, to uh, you know, and touch his feet on that earth, on, on that uh, land in, in Honduras, it's going to rain better. And I'm thinking, wow. So my dad uh, landed in the airplane. He, you know, he wasn't, he was in the airport. And... Um, he saw, you know, the the country very dry, 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 and he prayed to Jesus, and and he just took the, you know, uh, the car to go to the little town where he was supposed to go, and guess what? It just rained and rained and rained and rained and rained and rained. It didn't, you know, stop raining for three days. I remember that he shared a testimony. He went to the church and and shared that testimony. That testimony, so it was very powerful. It's it's powerful when, you know, when we ask God, my brothers and sisters, and we're walking in obedience and we are, you know, pleasing God, God does things for us. We become friends with God. 
So my verse 19, my brothers and sisters, if one of you shall wander from the truth and someone shall bring that person back, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. Now listen to that. How do you like that? You bring a sinner to Jesus, my brothers and sisters, a multitude of sins are covered. Preaching the word of God. This is, you know, this is beautiful. The word of God is powerful. It's the gospel. We're not be ashamed of the gospel, of the gospel because it's powerful. It's power. And it touches souls. And you bring a soul to Jesus, my goodness, look what the word of God is saying. Whoever turns a sinner from an error of their way will save them from death. Even someone making a horrible mistake, trying to kill himself. And, 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 and the, the promise is that and, and cover all the sinner from an error of their way will save them. Will save them from death and, and cover. It will cover over a multitude of sins of you. My brothers and sisters, I could be reading more here. But time is running out. And I and I think I'm just going to be cut off. So my brothers and sisters, God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Uh, may God protect you, uh, shine his face upon you. And my brothers and sisters, remember, keep looking up because the king is coming. And Jesus loves you. And walk in righteousness. Amen. And holiness. And um Praise God. Amen. All the glory and honor to Jesus. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being patient. And shalom, shalom. God bless you. Yeah.